Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of I Need Wine. So today Ashley can't be here. So we have our friend Ebony. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, she's been on a previous episode. I think she's also recorded another one that we didn't air or that got lost. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but she works with us at the beauty studio. So us three spent a lot of time together. So we thought she'd be a good a good replacement this week for Ashley. She had some things to do. Um, so we want to get into something a little heavy, although we don't necessarily treat yeah. it as such. Yep. Yeah. We're the um, laugh about our trauma people. But we, um, me and Ebony have like this weird uh, um, how do I say it? We have like the same life, but she grew up in San Diego and I grew up in Northern California. It's creepy. Yeah. Like uh-huh. our Zodiac charts are like insanely similar, like so many overlaps that it's almost statistically impossible. <laughs> and we've checked, right? <laughs> we've <Many> times <laughs> with other <laughs> and double. Yeah. We've done like ours compared to other people. And it's like, okay, no, maybe like a couple things overlap and ours is like crazy, like way, way too many. It's weird. So yeah, we're just going to like talk about, um, how like things that happen in your childhood can affect you even being 31 and 32 years old. And sometimes we don't even like connect the dots until somebody else maybe points it out or like therapy or whatever. Um, so we've talked about many times that we both have older sisters. Um, also super weird um, coincidences. They're both nurses. Both nurses. Both um, Libras. Yeah, both Libras, both older. Um, both <laughs> like the pretty ones. Like the, we were like tomboys growing up. Uh-huh. And they were like the pretty like, girly ones. Uh-huh. Uh, the favorites i might say yeah quote unquote favorites Uh uh-huh um mine it was for she was i was more close to my mom but my sister was my dad's favorite which i just feel like for a girl is like a big deal you always want it like you're supposed to be daddy's girl but when there's two of them you know (laughs) can only be one (laughs) (laughs) right and she came first obviously um and then also another weird coincidence which I feel like is probably a reason why we were super tomboyish is that we were both supposed to be boys. Uh We were both supposed to be named after our fathers. Right. And so I always say like, I've been like a disappointment quote unquote, since like the day I came out, I came out no wiener and you know, and downhill ever since. No, (laughs) no, it's been, yeah. Okay. (laughs) yeah it's been (laughs) at least when we were we were younger like it was I don't know I always just felt like I had to like prove myself or like do like a lot of extra shit just to be like maybe hopefully liked because I always felt that like my sister was just like like everybody loved her she can sing she was pretty she was girly she had you know just just 
princess of the family and everybody loved her and i was just like there jessica you get forgotten like at the at the amusement park (laughs) the mall (laughs) you're just like the one that gets like oh my god jessica came too (laughs) oh whoops where's kevin you're the kevin yeah yeah definitely yeah um No shade to my parents. One is dead, so let's you know let like let's let him rest in peace. But my mom, obviously, my mom kind of like um, like made up for it or tried to. Like she was always like I was a little more like spoiled by her, and she'd kind of because I think maybe I didn't connect the dots before, but like my dad loved my sister so much that my mom even probably felt like she was on the outside because my my sister was just like the light of my dad's life. So then me and my mom were just like, well. I guess it's just me and you, you know? <laughs> so we got to be like a little closer. Um, yours, however, would be slightly different. Yeah. Well, I think there were like multiple like phases of life where I kind of felt like definitely like, oh, I'm absolutely the one left out. First, it was like with my sister. Like, of course, she right. was, you know, the girly pretty one. She was also daddy's girl, like growing up. Um we were both kind of like people pleasers, but I feel like a lot of kids were raised, you know, that way back in the nineties, it was like, you just shut up and you were good. Mm-hmm. Or you got what was coming to you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as they'll, they say, they'll give you something to cry about. As, so uh-huh. we were like really good. Like everywhere we went, we were good. Um, but then like my mom, like my parents divorced and my mom got remarried. And then I went from just being kind of like the, you know, uglier tomboyish little sister to now I was like a middle child. Right. Which is like the worst. I feel for all my middle children out there because we just got it tough, man. Like the older one, they're like the first that everything is like new and awesome. And then you come around and you're like, all right, cool. And then another one comes around and then they're like the baby. And the baby always just like, you know, they're spoiled. They're the baby. Name a baby that's not like spoiled in a family I'll wait I feel like it doesn't it doesn't translate as well when there's only two because I never felt like I got those like baby um perks but I do feel like if I had a third sibling especially if it was a boy which yours was because in like Latin families boys are just like put on a pedestal for the most part like girls are just like get in the kitchen Uh do the dishes do whatever and then boys are just like the light of the mom's life and and as we know like moms run the household so like they're just me and my sister have talked about it how my sister especially has seen like with each kid that comes it was like okay my sister was kind of like the experiment like my parents didn't know what they were doing and then like I came and they maybe did like a little bit better like in some ways but then like you know, like things happened, whatever we yeah. all get messed up in our own way. But then like my brother came and then I could tell like my brother never got whooped. My brother never got in trouble for anything. He could go out with his friends. He could like go to parties. He could have girlfriends. He could like do no wrong yeah. at all. And, and my mom just was like very close with him and he could like tell her anything and not get in trouble. And we're like, must be nice. Let's be nice. I'm going to, I'm going to call my therapist. I would that. <laughs> I wish I could be honest with my mom. <laughs> yeah. I wish I didn't have to hide stuff from her. I wish she could be understanding. Yeah. But just that's part of having it. Like you learn as you go, 
you know, and like the more kids you have, or like the longer you're a parent or like whatever you learn the lessons, but like, like they mess up the, the first few, you know, yeah. like the test runs. No. And then the last few are like the ones where they just stop caring. So like, if you're, if you're like how our parents and grandparents were, and they had like 10 kids, I mean, unless you were like in the middle few, you might, you'd want to catch it where like, they weren't super tired, but uh-huh. they also like knew a lot of shit. So they're, you know, you want to be like maybe the third or fourth kid. Yeah. And you might be okay, but then you're going to have, I don't know if that, how the middle child syndromes works with that many kids. Maybe. Uh, Yeah. I don't know, man. I just can't imagine because I only have one sister. Like I only have one. So I, I wonder like how it goes with like, even families like newer, you know, not just like old times, but like where they have like six kids. I'm like, who the fuck? So one is dad's favorite and one is mom's favorite. What the fuck about the rest of you? You fend that you fend for yourself. Right. <laughs> well, this is what I did. Okay. And this is okay. My sister was like getting all this attention. My brother was the baby. I was kind of the middle child, like floating around. And then I just like did whatever I wanted. Like I was the one that was like, I'm gonna do whatever to get the attention. Yeah. And it and attention from anyone. It didn't have to be my parents. It was like my friends. My social life was popping. Like I wanted to be out all the time with everyone because like I was popular and people liked me and I got attention from my friends yeah. that I didn't get at home. Or, you know, I was playing sports and I was getting like attention from coaches or whatever, or boys, boyfriends. Like I was getting attention. <laughs> you just want it and you'll get it wherever. And it's a slippery slope. <laughs> As we know, you're still dealing with some things. Here I am. Here I am at 31, maybe starting to like become self-aware yeah. of things that I do and why, but like, also you make fun of me all the time. Like, you're like, dude, you're the most self-aware person. Like, you know what your problem is, but like, you will not yeah. do anything about it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Which is even I, like, it's so hard because <clears throat> I think I was talking about it in the last episode or the episode before. And I, uh, if you guys listen, I was talking about like how a friend where you really want to help them, but they like just don't listen or they don't. And it's like really hurtful because you really care about this person and you're also not going to like <laughs> stop being their friend. Like, it, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty like, I feel like, a like with anybody else, like maybe like a friend who's not like this kind of friend, I'd probably just be like, fuck off, dude, you're dumb. And I'm not dealing with your nonsense anymore. But when it's a friend where you're like, I'm. I'm, they're not going anywhere. I'm not going to just tell them to fuck off. So I have to deal with it. But also those friends that you want to keep there are the ones you care about the most. So it hurts you the most. Somebody else, if they're just hurting themselves or doing things that are not good ideas, I'd just be like, well, that sucks. Like you should probably fix that. But like, it's not affecting my life. But when there's somebody that's, we're together every single day, pretty much in some way. So like, as my husband would say, like we'll leave the room and, or leave the house, like from being together. And then we'll be on the phone, like an hour later. <laughs> you just saw her. You just, saw, like, her. You just <laughs> saw her. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But like three things happened since then, you know, <laughs> she's like so stressful because she knows exactly what like she's doing and she knows why she's doing it. Like she's been to therapy she knows what the problem is, knows probably what the solution is, but doesn't really make it any easier. No, that's why they call it the work. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they don't want to do the work. 
and it's hard. No, they don't call it the easy. Yeah, they don't. They don't call it the vacation. They call it the work because yeah. it's hard. It's you're confronting like, oh, okay, well, this did happen to me. And we've talked about it so many times. It's like, at what point do you say, I'm not going to let that like affect my life right now anymore? Whatever happened before, right. like I have to change. And, and that's fucking hard because then you have to confront all the things about you where it's like, well, my ex was toxic and my ex is, okay, I had a part in it. Yeah, I was there. I stayed there and I let all these things happen and I didn't say no because, you know, I'm a people, play, all these things. And it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, you have to look in the mirror. Yeah. That's and- the thing. Nobody likes to take responsibility. No matter, no matter, I, I'm talking from a two-year-old to a 60 year old person nobody likes that because it means you're wrong and nobody likes to be wrong now some people are better at being wrong or better at like coming to terms with it than others but nobody likes it that's like the worst thing facts <laughs> like no matter what it is if you're wrong like you fucking you're in class you're like five years old you raise your hand and you're like i fucking know this answer they're like does anybody know and then you say it and you're wrong like what that does to you inside when everybody knows like look at this broad she raised her hand she was confident as hell all the way up until like, you know, where you're talking about like your parenting, you've been wrong for fucking 10 years or your relationship that you've wasted 10 years on that you were wrong. And you actually like low key knew you were, but you were like, nah, I think I can fix it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, make this work. that's the thing. And I've, the one thing I guess that I have sort of learned, right. Is like, you can't, keep making um, the same mistake because you've already spent a long time making it mm-hmm. it's like that that sunk cost you're just like it's been five years like I, yeah. I'm better off just like trying to figure it out and yeah. no like I guarantee you, you always know that there's like a point of like no yeah. this is never but we like well, to be <laughs> it's, it's like if you're investing okay and you, you put money in the stock market and you're just losing 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 and you're like I, I mean I definitely should pull it out and put it into something else that's working better. But that little piece of your mind is like, what if it changes? What if it turns around? And then I pull it out. Like, because that does happen. Also, we see, like, if we're talking about men, um, you see the, you know, the girl that does give up and says, enough is enough. You're treating me this way. It's been years. You know, you don't, you're not the dad I thought you were going to be. You're not the husband I thought you were going to be. You're not the provider I thought you were going to be. And you leave them, which is like every, you know, that's the thing, quote unquote, like the smart thing to do. And then they go and they turn their entire life around and they're with the next girl that they're just, yeah, the, the ideal best thing ever. partner. And, ideal and you're partner. just like, I well, fuck. But at the end of the day, they very likely were not going to change for you. In fact, they weren't going to change until someone like you did what you did and maybe hopefully hurt them enough or made them look in that mirror and do that work that we're talking about with that responsibility nonsense. Uh-huh. But they weren't going to do it if you stayed because they didn't have any reason to. Right. They didn't have the discomfort. And that's right. That's really like the key. And I hate it. I hate it so much. It's (laughs) there's a lot of icky icky stuff that that comes up, you know? Yeah. I love toxicity. (laughs) (laughs) We we like to refer to somebody for Ebony or for probably a lot of people out there um that we like toxic light because you want the guy who's like a little rough around the edges who maybe isn't like he's like that bad boy that's good for you you know like that's what everybody 
which maybe it's fucked up and maybe it's some people who had like the ideal marriage in their life that their parents everything was great maybe you don't want those things but unfortunately a lot of people you know uh-huh. didn't because i i grew up with my parents my parents were together I, I mean until my dad died but i mean they they had went through like an almost divorce they went through separations they'd went through you know fighting all the time like i never saw like a healthy relationship but i did see where they were like stick it out for each other and like they always still like chose each other like right or wrong you know but so I just feel like I grew up thinking that that was normal and that was like almost like a good thing you know where you're like hey but she never like left my dad or my you know like my dad didn't like cheat on my mom or do things like that so like I grew up thinking that was kind of like okay or like that um my mom like taking my dad's shit was like like what a good wife would do or like you know what I mean so then when I got into my situation and marriage and family and stuff, and I just like in the beginning, I've, I think I've said it before on the podcast a little bit, um, but like I would take shit from him, not like, I wouldn't make like a big deal of it. I would just be like, well, it's no big deal. Like, you know, it's not worth fighting over or it's not worth like, I'm not going to leave him over this. So like, what's the point of even making like a fuss? That's what I would always say. Like, if you're not going to divorce him, then just like get over it. Like whatever. It's not that big of a deal instead of like, but what I did was created this person that just thought everything was okay. Instead of like, yeah, even if you weren't going to divorce him, like you still need to fucking talk about what the problem was or, 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 you know, that's where the resentment, right. You can, Oh, it's not that bad, but like, really it is all the stuff that you're right. Because then I'd realize that later on, like if we'd get in a fight, I would immediately think about those 10 things that I let go. So he's thinking, why the fuck is she so mad? Because he has no idea about those things because I just let those things go, which I didn't. I'm saying I didn't talk about them. They really just like took a seat back in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. It would have been, it'd have been fine if I actually let them go, but I didn't, I just didn't make a scene of it because I thought that was the better thing to do. Like, luckily for me, I was able to like catch it in time for us to not like to be salvageable you know to where now okay we like talk about everything like I'll make everything a problem <laughs> I don't care because I'm like no like it's no like if it's a problem it's a fucking problem and we're gonna fix it so that that way when you don't do it three more times I could say hey remember that time I told you that that really hurt my feelings or whatever instead of me just looking like a crazy person like why are you mad I do this like I like I do this all the time or whatever what's the big deal you know so now I'm able to have like that little paper trail of like, no member. Yeah. We got in that argument and I said that this really hurt my feelings. Yeah. I just, I, I never know when, when the point is, I think that mm-hmm. my scale, it's like broken, you know? Cause I'm like, yeah. okay, well, if I bring it up and I'm like, Hey, like that thing hurt my feelings. And then he like, is, you know, takes it horrible. Yeah. It always comes back to like me feeling like, Oh, well, like I did that. I did that. I shouldn't even I have said anything. Feel right. I shouldn't have said anything. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's like, oh, because two people always have work to do. Right. Like right. you have work. Yeah. And has work and I have work and whoever I'm with has work and they, you have to be working on it at the same time. Yeah. You guys have to be on the same timeline. And that's not easy. Cause yeah. I feel like, you know, it's like we said, it's easier to just be like, no, it's not me. It's you. Yeah. You don't want to look in the mirror and what's looking back at you is ugly. hundred percent because I very much, I was able to blame Nick for a lot of things and, and valid things like things that he really did wrong. 
and um that did hurt me or whatever right but I still like he would he would mention things and it was very easy for me to say well but you did this so he'd say something that I did that was that was 100% true but because he did something in my mind that is worse I did felt like I didn't have to like do anything with that I don't need to fix me you're doing bigger things or you're doing you know when in reality I had to come to terms that the reason maybe that he's reacting this way and hurting me is because I'm doing this thing that, that bothers him, you know? So I had to like, cause he's, he would say things like I'm very controlling or I'm very, um, like, I guess controlling is sort of the right word, but <clears throat> I had to like talk in therapy and then like eventually talk to him about it. But I was like, you know, as a kid, I grew up and I went through traumatic things that I felt like I didn't have any control over. I also felt like I didn't have any control over saying like, you know, my sister's the favorite. I just like felt like I wasn't in charge of my life at all. And this is why, like, now that I'm grown, I'm going to be in charge of everything. And I would just kind of steamroll him into like, no, this is what we're going to do. And even if I think he thought it was a good idea, he didn't like the way I was like, well, it doesn't really matter what you think, because this is the best way. And this is what we're going to do. So I had to learn to like present things to him differently and like talk to him differently so that he didn't feel like I was just like, because I, he was right, like that I am controlling, but I feel like when I kind of told him like why I was that way and that I more apologize, like for the way I'm going about it, like we were able to find this like place where I was still able to be me and I didn't have to like suppress me, like having that control over at least my life and like things that I can control. And then the other things we can kind of talk about. And then he was able through me telling him things that he needed to work on. Like we were able to find this like decent balance of like, at least having the open, like the conversation where nobody was going to get like super upset. Uh-huh. Well, okay. But how teach me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because I've, okay. Uh, you know I've well been no two times. <laughs> this is what I'm going to tell you this is the thing I feel like I got to a point that I was like okay if this doesn't change I'm gonna leave because I don't because that's the thing where I was saying like I'm not gonna be feel like I'm controlled or anything like that and not that he was controlling me in the way like you would think a man would control you he was more he was controlling my thoughts because of how I was tiptoeing around his actions and I'm like I'm not living like this because I already lived that life as being a child and like I'm just not gonna do it so I wasn't gonna feel that way so if I felt like I was gonna leave I felt like I had to like throw that hail mary of like we need to fix this like both of us and I'm gonna take my partner and instead of me just telling you what you're doing wrong like let's try and figure this out together and he also felt like, well, I don't want to be with anyone else. So like, I guess I'm going to do whatever, like we need to fix it. So I just feel like when two people want to do the work, it can get done. When one person wants to do the work, like he, I could have had that conversation with him and he could have said, fuck you then. Like, I don't, you don't think you don't want to be with me or you don't want to, you know, whatever, like just made it this big thing. We might not be together right now. I would hope not. (laughs) <laughs> but I feel like though I probably would that's the, <laughs> that's, that's my problem that's the problem like it's so I honestly I don't know I don't know what is my problem how many how much time do we have <laughs> <laughs> well maybe like 
because I feel like as I'm saying it right now, like it seems like I've got it all figured out, but there was like, you know, it really did take 30 something years like to get here. And there was a good spot in time of that, that I didn't even know the two things were related. I just thought like, you know, we'll just blame it on my Zodiac sign. Like I'm an Aries and I want to be in charge. And I'm like, mm, that's not why. I mean, yes, that's, you know, probably yeah. fueled the fire. But Maybe they're not taking like the long, the long mm-hmm. path, you know, the route. there's been times where I've been like close or I've definitely felt like I'm getting there. Like, Ooh, I'm so close. Like I'm close to making a breakthrough and then like something happens and I'm like, Oh, nope. Like I'm right back. Right, right back. Like, like it's such a process of stuff. Like a, it's such a, like two steps forward, three steps back. Yeah. I'm gonna do like a little sidestep. Oh, I twisted yeah. my ankle. <laughs> All <laughs> so like that. It's it's hard, but I'm seeing like a little bit more of the bigger picture. I guess as time goes, I definitely know that. Okay, I-, I will say that how you're describing it, like the two steps forward, three steps back. <clears throat> that's definitely how it was like for a long time, for a good little patch of time before we got to this. Like, it seems like that happened in one day. It probably happened in like two to three years. You know what I mean? And I also, it's different for you because unfortunately, like I had the person on the other side wanting to do it with me. You're having to go through this on your own and hoping to find this person that either has already done that work in their life because it's like a weird thing. Like me and Nick are doing it together. You're having to like, okay, I guess I have to do all this work alone and hope that the next person I get with has already done a work. Otherwise, I'm going to be back where I, you know, I'm going to tell you something right now. (laughs) There's not a lot of 30 something single men out there that have done the work. I know. I mean, that's why we're in this mess. (laughs) Very difficult. Because I feel like the guys who have done the work, a lot of times they've done it like where how Nick has done it with like the woman. So they're going to be together. And I wish like the men you were with prior, like somebody was willing to do it with you. Yeah. Well, but you can't fault yourself for them not. Yeah. Getting it together in time. I mean, at least one of them has like, you know, gotten himself together. It may be too late for, to be a husband, but maybe not too late to be a dad. Which is good. You know, at the end of the day, I yeah, did for my son, but you know, you're like, oh, I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> Keep on trucking, I guess. <laughs> so we have, um, if you guys, if listeners have like, I'll put like a question box um, in our stories and, or you could also DM us if you have like any advice for her, because it's, it's kind of like weird because I, I kind of give her like tough love. Um, and I just tell her how it is and what she's Boy, do you. Um, the, the red flags that she's just looking right past. Um, because frankly, I'm just tired. I've, I've been through it already with two people and I'm just, I'm exhausted. <laughs> so I can't, like, I can't be nice to her. I can't be, I mean, I'm nice to her. Okay. She's the love of my life as in friendship form, but like, I can't sugarcoat things for her or like, maybe I'm very direct. So if we can give her some advice, maybe that's like a little, a little little less direct (laughs) maybe that isn't gonna like you know (laughs) right um 
okay let's let's put this into perspective okay she's been with men who are very she's been with the men that we were talking about that they're oh oh maybe like bad boys that she that that she that they presented themselves as being like oh but with you like i want to be different like this type of situation right every girl not just her would fall for that the problem is because i feel like that's it was the same with my husband sit just like that where i was like that's what a lot of girls want like you're like oh you know he went and like he's been with hella girls and he's done this and he's done that and now it's like i'm i'm gonna be the one that he like settles down with and you know starts a family with and all these dreams and we're talking about stuff and it sounds great unfortunately the couple that she's picked didn't really follow through and just kind of use that as like a manipulative situation to get her thinking that he's like all in so then when bad things would happen and red flags which i saw in the beginning she was like well no like that's you know but yeah he is but like he's trying to change you know like she would go with the excuse that he was giving her um and for it's obviously easier for me to see them because he's not doing anything for me like he you know he's just some guy to me um i'm sure that if my husband was doing something it would look a little bit different to you than it is to me because you know you're not with him all the time you'd be like oh my god like why did he do that i'm like oh like he always does that like whatever you know who cares (laughs) so i was (laughs) seeing the red flags for what they were and she was just like nah you know like yeah but he's gonna change like he used to do that but no like he's you know like he why would he lie to me you know and i'm thinking well i know exactly why i would lie to you but she's going off what he's saying so we all get in these predicaments but what happens is we're talking about the the mistakes and so when he sh- when that red flag happens and it comes to where you can see it you'll convince yourself that it was just like one time or because uh-huh. you've already went all in you've already fucking went all in it's true it's, i can't fathom how someone can literally like do something hurt you then look at you and be like i'm so sorry like i will never do it again and that it feels so genuine i don't know it right. comes off to me as like he really means it <laughs> like yeah. i'm sorry yeah and and it, it never is that's the thing though like yeah it's just in that moment like because i know how i am like i'm i have real genuine feelings i really truly feel like i'm like a nice person right. and like so to me i can't fathom how someone right. just like destroy somebody and then just be like eh, and like yeah. move on Whoops. you know doesn't make sense and then they get angry at your reaction to and not even that you're mad you're hurt and then they'll use that and get angry at you for being right like, you're mad feel bad because i made you feel uh-huh. bad and it's right they don't like that they don't like to have to because again that just goes back to nobody wants to be wrong nobody wants to have to look in the mirror and do the work because they are responsible they know exactly they're responsible like they went cheated on you you know and you're dealing with the hurt and now they're like well you know if you wouldn't have been so whatever like i wouldn't have had to go out and cheat on you you know if you would have if you would have been more attentive or if you would have been fucking me more or if you would have been like it doesn't there's no way they're gonna have to just say i'm an asshole piece of shit and i just wanted to fuck everything that moves Uh because that's the thing you could do that you could do whatever you want but you could just be a single man you can't tell a person oh i want to be with just you and then you can't have your cake and eat it too if you want to live a single dude's life then you don't get the married guy perks either but they want both and they're definitely not going to take responsibility for anything they've done 
we're not talking about all men some men you know but unfortunately the men she's come across and i'm sure the men that many of us have come across at some point in our lives <clears throat> at least the ones that i really like <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying okay so we're going through what i like to call a detox phase so you know we want someone that she theoretically wants a nice guy right everybody wants a nice guy who's gonna be you know respectful and uh genuine and faithful and all of these things right but there's a slippery slope of someone being like too nice or it being too easy or too um like the line between like nice and corny or like nice and like right boring or like you know all of those it's really hard for someone who is not like doesn't have like that traumatic past and hasn't been like hurt like super bad a bunch of times someone being nice like it feels good for me it's like overwhelming and it's like I don't want I don't want it to feel good because when it inevitably like gets ripped away from me it's gonna hurt that much worse if I really was like all in and felt good about it right but if you set your expectations kind of low yeah and you're kind of like you know it hurts let's say if this this, let's say you start dating a guy right who's like really nice really great amazing treats you like a just that you've never been treated this good in your life it's so good and let's say you do go all in okay you know what this is finally going to work and then it doesn't work out now you're devastated okay on the other end if you get with this guy who's like an asshole and it doesn't work out then you can be like well fuck it he was an asshole anyway so that's literally like kind of it's, well, he was a cheater, so who cares, you know? But you okay. don't want to have to fathom that somebody doesn't want you that's like, like it didn't work out with some guy who's theoretically like great because that, that means you're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying you are, but I'm saying like that's, no, that's, that's the good. risk you're taking. The thought process has absolutely happens and it's like subconscious, but like after the fact, and like we said, I'm a very self-aware person, but just like, you know, <laughs> that's where it stops. Yeah. I'm like, no, I totally know it. Like I kind of just want to aim low, which is like probably not way. great, you know? Yeah. You, you don't want to be disappointed right. that much, but I'm setting myself up for failure from the right. beginning. Right. So in a perfect world, because I'm her friend and I think she's great. So I want her to aim really high and I want her to um, get that, you know, perfect thing. Although, yes, I do recognize the risk in that, that if it doesn't work out, that would be very traumatic. Although I already see that, like, she's already been through the traumatic things and they weren't nice. So you might as well take the risk of being hurt. And at least yes you'll be like really upset but you won't be like emotionally or physically like scarred from it so it seems like a better you know a better bet but in a perfect world we'd want to find somebody who's a little bit of a risk a little like really nice but a little bit of so that it makes you feel more comfortable to go all in yeah it feels icky when they're like too nice honestly right. it makes me but feel that mean like how can we talk about that like why yeah yeah why Why does it feel that way I'm not saying just you I'm saying it feels that way for me also and probably many people who are listening but why is it only traumatic people like people who've been through like because like my dad was a fucking asshole right I've never come across anybody that was just super nice all the time 
Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that it, sounds it horrible. Feels like manipulative. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, there's no way. There's no way that that's real. There's no way that you think I'm that great. I think it has to do with like how I like yeah. feel about myself mm-hmm. because of like how I've been made to feel. Like we said, like right. growing up, I was just like, yeah. you know, you can't even just blame the last two guys you've been with because no, they it's, just made, they just added to it. Yeah. A lifetime of stuff. It, it starts with your parents <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, you know, continues with like your school friends your teacher it's like everybody mm-hmm. and you know it's just like yeah well I kind of suck so like I want to almost like I feel like I deserve almost to be like treated yeah. bad in a way yeah but like I know deep down like no that's not really true but like those feelings happen you know and it's mm-hmm. just like why why someone being nice it just feels like I want to run away I want mm-hmm. to run so far in the other direction immediately yeah. and you, because the times that certain people have been nice to you like that was only to get something out of you that's it there was no there was so many strings on this motherfucker attached yep so now you're like okay this is like sensory overload with nice like how many strings do you have attached because this can't possibly be that you're just a nice person and want to be nice to me like life has taught you that is 100% not true 100% (laughs) every time without it's without not fail I can think of like a one time no like I literally can't even think of yeah. one anymore it was like right huh no it always can't comes with a price like later you don't even know what the price tag right. is you know like okay yeah but it, it comes back mm-hmm. um, you know when you're <laughs> when you're uh you're like parents or something like ask you you know you need to do this this and that this this and that and you're like what and they're like, remember, you fucking selfish little shit. Remember that time I took you to Disneyland fucking two years ago and all I do all this fucking shit for you and you can't blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, oh, man, I knew that that Disneyland <laughs> <should be> my- <laughs> 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 the on earth my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It is. It's like, I hate, and I hate it. I hate having people hold stuff over my head. Yeah, that's the worst. It. Like if someone does something nice for me, I have to like do something bigger, better. Uh-huh. And then it's like, turns into a fucking competition. Right. And I'm like, you know, oh gosh, I just can't, you know? And I hate that because I will never be happy until I can not do that. Mm-hmm. I think. Maybe. I, I don't I'm see sure. where I'm happy and just yeah. like, you know. Because well, it's hard. It's hard when you're, yeah, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a genuine person or if I tell you this, like, I really love you and I did this, this and that, I fucking mean it. So you can't, it's very hard to understand that. That's why it's so easy to trust somebody because you're like thinking they're probably, hopefully they're like me. Because I wouldn't say that. But we know. <laughs> yeah. There's like, there's not a lot of people that not are a lot of people like that, that say what they mean, mean what they say. Yeah. You know, if they say they're going to do something, they do it. They mean it. And that's like rare. And it like at 31 years old, I learned that. And that's terrible. It was just a come like a a eye-opening situation we've been dealing with over the last year, maybe. Yeah. You really got to be careful with who you bring in and who, who you give that energy to because a lot of times it's just not reciprocated and then it hurts you. It hurts you and it makes you angry. It makes you upset and resentful of like, 
why why did I do all this because I don't like we're very like giving or we don't really care about money we don't really care about like we'll give you our time our money or whatever we have to the people that we care about and that we feel like we want to like be around whether it just be a friend or like a business partner or a fucking a, a relationship whatever it is but when you don't when you get that disappointment of oh they're not like me it makes you almost want to like stop being so nice or stop being and then that makes you upset no that's not what I should be doing I should still be like true to myself but I have to like get rid of these people because this is making me feel bad it's not like this giving all this shit that I want to do it feels really good when the person reciprocates yeah like it's an amazing way of living Uh like you just give and you get and you give and you get like whether it's money energy whatever the fuck it is but when that thing gets like messed with it like how many times last year or like within the past year since I moved up here have I been like I'm done I'm entering my villain era (laughs) she hasn't entered it yet thank god but you you talked me out of it but like there's been so many times where I'm just like no I'm gonna be a menace society like why am I gonna be good (laughs) like for no reason uh-huh but like that's not that's not how you get what you want you know yeah. that I know that's, that's also hard I know because the people that do that they seem like they're having a great uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hate it but I'm like are you really yeah well it's like you know when you we watch Disney movies now and we used to hate the villains and now I fucking totally understand all of them I'm like, right. I get it, man. They treated you like shit, you know? Like, I understand why you fucking went down in that lair and concocted this fucking plan to ruin the world. Like, I totally get it, man. People suck. Yeah. So when we have, like, our few people, and I mean few. Like, yes. so if you guys know, like, me and Ashley are, you know, we have this podcast together. We have um, Aries together. And we pretty much each only have, like, one other friend that we really trust like we have a very small group of people we have like our immediate families and that's it like we really don't go outside of that because and Ashley even knows more than we do because she's really been out there in the world of people judging and wanting to get stuff from her like I can't even fucking imagine because we've been seeing this this is just regular life like you know the people up around us like not the whole fucking world looking at what you're doing and judging you and then being like oh man like we could get something out of her let's see if she could do this or let's be her friend so they can do this and that for me you know I feel like the amount of like anxiety you'd have with new people I have it just for regular life no new friends yes Drake was (laughs) Drake was right (laughs) literally I'm like "Uh uh-uh dude like I try I try like I tried to be open to meeting new people or making like connections and this and that and I'm just like no no down every time it look honestly I would rather have a small circle I'd rather be a great friend to like two people right than just like a eh, friend <laughs> to like 30 right you know what I mean like I I want to like put time and effort into something that is good I can trust you like I trust you with my life that's why you're an authorized user on my credit card swiping away imagine you giving that to the wrong person yeah that'll ruin your whole life I mean I could that's the cool thing is like I if I had to if I was stuck somewhere and I swipe that card for however many thousands upon thousands of dollars you'd still be like it's all right she's gonna pay for it Right. I'd be like, okay. Well, all right. Make your payments though, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
exactly don't pay a little more than the minimum don't be an asshole that interest is killing me yeah but you know it's like that should be the norm that should be it really should and it's really not but it's okay because it comes back what goes around comes around as they say I'm waiting for some people in my past to get their karma (laughs) yeah I mean yeah like you might be waiting a long time because it seems like it seems like some people don't and I feel like some people like we don't know how like some people I'm like I feel like I got karma like immediately I came to like what did I do in my last life that I didn't get paid for you know what I mean like maybe some people in certain lifetimes don't get their karma they get it in the next one like maybe they do but god just let you know the world just lets them have a great life like oh man you're gonna pay for that next time though because I'm like why so I must have done something I don't know I'm maybe I did I don't know what did I do? I'm like, why am I getting, why am I going through all this trauma and shit at five years old? You know, like, what did I do? What could I possibly have done as an innocent? I'm looking at my kids. My kids are five and six. What, I mean, they, they're buttholes, like they're, you know, but like, I don't think they're going to have to deal with trauma for the karma of like hitting each other and not listening to me, you know, like there's nothing they could even have done or even know about doing in the five years they've been alive that they should be having paying for this type of stuff i mean hopefully they don't have to like me but i'm just saying you know that was me i didn't do anything at five what what did i do yeah i must have been real shitty (laughs) i was a terrible toddler terrible twos were real bad been dealing with some stuff for the past like a solid 10 years right solid what'd you do in the previous 10 <laughs> you gotta go to the palm reader whose heart did you break i know we've been trying to get our palms read um so we have, we've been driving by we've been seeing a lot of tarot card yeah and stuff and i'm just like Dude, no. let me tell you a, ro- a little story okay so my mom is like very against this stuff you know she's a god-fearing woman no not catholic but no she's christian but she's yeah she's you know it's not their thing she doesn't but no like if i had a ouija board or something in the house she'd fucking leave bye Uh i want no part of this energy right yeah so i watched this poem no i watched this like psychic on youtube and she talks about how like those type of people like her her peoples get like a bad rap of like it being like evil and like you know a lot of people look at it as like bad and like astrologers and all these things right but she's like she's like it's true it is because like a lot of them do use it like for negative energy and stuff like that she's like but like we're I'm born this way like I you know you could use it however you want you know if you have the gift of whatever like you could use it as bad or good that's your choice and she's very like she I don't doesn't says like she's like Christian or anything but she she doesn't really say specifically but she's like I feel like I'm like protected like by God like to do all these things and speak truth on things and you know like whatever so I always just feel like a really good energy with her and I've tried to been getting a reading by her but I was telling my mom about it and she didn't love the idea she was like no that is you know like you don't want to do that you don't want to do that and um my mom said that one time I think it was her friend at work went to like a uh, like a psychic and he told and or she or he I don't know they told her that her husband was going to pass away of like whatever like something like it, it gave her like a timeline and everything and he really did I don't know if it was like cancer or like what but it was like I mean like soon like two years you know 
And she said she was like all messed up from it. Like saying, like thinking like she manifested it, you know? Yeah. So Man. I was like, that's kind of yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't scare me, but I, I do feel like it's going to happen. I just want to know right. what I did. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't give me any of your future. Just give me uh-uh. some inside of my past. What have I done? Uh-huh. Well, I'm down to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get too much worse. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. I'm gonna be okay. Right. Eventually, you know, I'm learning. I'm a student of life. Yep. I'm trying to, you know, understand. Sometimes you're getting straight A's and sometimes you're, you know, not even showing up for class. Right. <laughs> Ditching. Sometimes you're in detention. In uh-huh. detention, whatever. But pretty sure a lot of listeners can like agree with. I mean, or uh, sympathize and yeah, have yeah. either been through or are going through what you're going through right now. You're going through a transitional period, as we call it. Very much so. Very uncomfortable. I can tell you guys, the butterfly, when it's in the cocoon, is not feeling good. Mm-mm. Okay. It's not, a, it's not. Crammed. Uh-huh. Did you know that they like turn into goo? And then and, they like, turn. Reform? Like literally, like they like dissolve. It's like just juice in there. And, and then, then they use that same juice to like make the butterfly. And then a butterfly comes out. Is that weird? Okay, so we were at the we were at the lake recently and saw two butterflies. I'm not kidding. I haven't seen a butterfly. What seems like ever, I could say definitely in the last 10 years at least, that I haven't like physically just seen a butterfly in nature flying around that close to me. Like it was a big one too. It big. was huge. And then there was two. They were like twins. Yeah siblings that's a good okay. life i want that life next right just how long are they what's the what's the life expect expectancy of a butterfly do you know i'm gonna look it up i'm no, gonna I see again that long i'm gonna say maybe like a month a month there's a lot of like dangers to being a butterfly. Yeah. okay ready they're pretty delicate two to four weeks <laughs> oh my god a month <laughs> okay to one month yep dude you literally started out as a caterpillar you turned into goo and you freaking turned into a beautiful butterfly to live for two weeks two weeks it says the longest lived adult butterfly lived for nine months to a year but the average lifespan for majority of species is two to four weeks what do you do in in two weeks as but you just float around and eat but i time but time is like relative you know like time is a yes they they just live a whole life it doesn't really matter two weeks is 90 years for us i think they just like do all the their things and then they die you know and then probably way like enlightened i feel like when you turn into goo like you just you know something that's like doing like lsd or something like you probably see like yeah when you're in the cocoon yeah yeah, it's a real sp- spiritual awakening. <laughs> That's me right Like now. maybe the caterpillar is like a human like us. Like we're just like, man, we don't know. And then maybe when we die, like we, that's when we're going through that transition. Maybe we come back as a butterfly. I don't know. Maybe this feels like the this where I'm the goo. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I feel the- like the goo. <gasps> yeah. Life is like, as a human is really uncomfortable at times. Uh-huh. It comes in like, I do feel like there's probably all, always like a balance. Like some people have like a shitty childhood 
then they do some work in the middle and then maybe they have an amazing second part of their life and then maybe for other people it's like different you know like different timing they had a great childhood it was awesome they lived in a rich family and then like later they have to deal with whatever you know yeah i could see that that's maybe like we're, we're just in the middle balance yeah yeah we're in the middle you're just i i do feel like as though i just finished my transition i am some months older than you maybe you're like on your way maybe i turned 32 <laughs> 32 Come is on. gonna change it all it's coming we'll see you know check back check back with me in like a year <laughs> and hopefully i have yeah we'll do we'll do a life update on ebony and yeah. any any stories any advice hit it in our dms and i will i will share it with her That's let's so finish cool. let's finish this episode by reading our horoscopes for today if you guys don't follow la bruja barbie l-a-b-r-u-j-a-b-a-r-b-i-e on instagram you should because she's her she's just great her horoscopes i almost want to join her only fans just so we can get the, the readings for the month but it's a little bit pricey and i you know it's like so weird for people that have only fans that aren't like naked you know like yeah. they're doing other things and it's like we should be supporting them you know yeah I'm, I'm, Okay, Aries, don't let your emotions slow you down. You're doing what has, has to be done. The choices you are making will improve your situation in the long run. You've just got to stick with it. Sometimes our feelings play tricks on us. It'll have us acting out, insecure, out of insecurities and doubt. Don't listen to the voice inside you that encourages you to stay in places where you, you are undervalued. Okay, mine I'm a Virgo. Okay, everyone, like we said, Jessica's Aries, Ashley's Aries, the shop is Aries. I'm here for all the Virgos and non-Aries. <laughs> a little change. Um, okay, Virgo. You can be really combative sometimes, Virgo. You've got these walls up 24-7, and it can get quite exhausting and isolating sometimes. Being open and vulnerable doesn't mean you are weak. It just means you're human. People who don't get out of character every so often don't know what it means to really care the way they're supposed to. It's normal to feel things deeply. That's the whole point of living. Dude, she really hit the nail on the head. Every time, man. Dude, she does. She'd be roasting Ebony. Oh my gosh. We, we already know, because like, well, I'm not kidding. <laughs> going through something that like she's doing and, you know, <laughs> things. And we'll be like, you know what? stop arguing we'll just wait till she posts the horoscope of the day and we'll figure this thing out and she always unfortunately for ebony tends to side with what i'm saying you know which is the, the healthy thing to do and the, the the hard the hard work we're talking about yeah i'm also telling her this because i feel like i i just like over the last i would say two years did all this work and it was really hard but on the out other side man it's really really nice and you get this like clarity that you've I've never had in the 32 years I've lived. Like I'm like, I see things, they come and I'm like, nope, I'm gonna deal with it. And I'm gonna do like what I know is right immediately. Don't stew on things that you know are not correct. Don't don't accept things that are not like worthy of you. And it really like eventually when you get to that point of like not feeling that doubt and like trying to make excuses for people that you think are like you when they're not. It just saves you a lot of heartache to just move faster. Nope, that's not for me. Not taking that. Don't care. I see the signs. I see the flags. They're red as the fucking devil's dick, and I'm not doing that. We're going to go. Nope. 
the unfortunate that you're 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 getting there but the part is now you're seeing like these green flags you've never seen before and you're like i don't know what to do with these ones yeah is this is this a green one disguise like a red one disguised as a green one i'm colorblind yeah <laughs> The red yes. color Those colored glasses. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We'll see. Stay tuned. I, I, I am working on it. Okay. I'm a work in progress. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us this week and um, allowing Ebony to step in for Ashley. And yeah, I hope you guys have a good week. Bye.